It's time for America's most unique motorsports show, Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer, brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Mostly Motorsports. I'm Scott Trailer, Kirk Elliott, producing the show today here on Mostly Motorsports. Got a good show lined up for you. Uh, ben Shelton is going to be joining us here in just a little bit. We'll be talking about the Gateway Nationals going on down in St. Louis. Kirk, how are you doing today, bud? You doing all right? Everything all good? I'm hanging in. How hey, you doing? Hey, you're a producer today. How about that? I know it. It's uh, it's kind of crazy here. I'm pushing buttons here that I'm not I'm not used to pushing. Uh, 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 well, I think you'll do just fine. You've been doing this a long time, so. Um, Kirk, you might want to turn that uh, stream See, off. See, I've already made a mistake. That's all right. That's okay. That's all right. It's all good, but hey. So, um, Kirk, do you you don't watch The Voice, do you? Uh, no. no. I don't. I don't. I don't watch The Voice. I know about The Voice. Isn't that uh, Blake yeah. Shelton's on there with his yeah. wife, Gwen Stefani? Gwen Stefani. She was looking uh, fabulous last night, I thought. Um, I don't know about anybody else that's out there. Do they watch um, The Voice? Does anybody else watch that? Uh, I watch it. I watch it uh, each and every week. Anybody else? Marie, do you watch The Voice? Who do you think, Marie? I want to talk to Marie just a little bit here. Who is the... Who do you think is the favorite right now to win the voice? I'm thinking I'm I'm looking at uh, Morgan Miles, the 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 blonde-headed girl um that sang a little country last night. What do you think? Do you think that she is the one who is the who's the favorite leading the voice right now? Marie, do you have do you have a choice? Who's your favorite so far? I'll give her a second to uh, chime in on that, but um, the voice—I don't know who's who's better. Is this Bryce Leatherwood? Is he really? Um, is he going to be the guy? Maybe to, you know, Blake has won so many times on the Voice, and I believe the country western people, the people that listen to country music, they get behind Blake. And they make sure that he wins. What about this Bryce Leatherwood? It, 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 does he have a chance to win? He, he didn't wear his cowboy hat last night. Did you guys notice that? He didn't wear his hat. You think Morgan is the one, Marie? I think so, too. I think she is the one to, to keep an eye on right now. Um, I don't know who else would be. I'm... I, I, I sit here and I look at uh, how about this that Brody shines. You know he's he's got that disease and he he wears that stocking cap. Bodie, do you think that he has a chance to win? Because he's pretty darn good, right? I think he's pretty good. I don't know. Um. Marie said this is the best voice ever. I, I would agree with that. I think the talent is at the highest level this year uh, when it comes to the voice and um, everybody that's uh, a part of that. Kirk, you should start watching the voice. You you would enjoy it. Do you watch The Mask Singer? I don't watch that either. See, I'm just like, uh, I'm just like previous uh, producer here. I don't watch any any of the television shows that you do you, i feel i feel guilty now what night is the what night is the mask on um the mask singer is on maybe i think is it on tonight it's on fox right yeah i believe yeah. it is no it's not it's on abc i think oh, it is yeah i thought i saw it maybe maybe not on fox maybe, maybe it is on fox i'm not sure um anyway the Masked Singer, it's too hokey for me, to be honest with you. You know, wearing these masks and hiding who they are and hiding their voice, it's just too much for me, to be honest with you. 
Kirk, um, let's talk a little bit about um, some uh, racing that's going on right now. They, um, the Extreme Outlaw Series has hired uh, Tyler Bachman to be their new series director. Did you see that? I did see that. I think uh, he's already been uh, part of the uh, team there at World Racing Group, has he not? Yes, he has. Yeah, he's been a part of the team over there for quite some time. Um um, I don't know anything about him, do you? I don't either. Yeah. So, but it's, uh, you know, last year was the first year for the uh, Xfinity, or not the Xfinity, the uh, Extreme Midget Series and the Extreme Outlaw Sprint Car Series. So they've got it up on the ground, off the ground, and running. And it's just now uh, just organizing a little bit better those two series and putting the right people in place. What did you think about the Outlaw uh, Midget Series this year? I thought it, it came off pretty good, don't you? Yeah, we probably didn't have enough races uh, for my taste to watch during the year. Uh, I I didn't see just exactly how many races they ended up having, but I, I think they probably somewhere around to expand, fifteen. Did they? Yeah, yeah, something like that. I think probably need to expand the schedule just a little bit. I would get it up to twenty twenty five events there. But you got to work around a lot of these guys. You're trying to lure in or racing the USAC uh, stuff, so you got to you got to get a good core drivers that don't race USAC built up in order to uh, make it successful. But I, I think they need probably about ten more events. I'd get it up to about twenty five events. Um, Caleb asked. Uh, he just said, "Did you see who SXR hired? Who they hire, Kirk? Do you know? I don't know." I did not see that. I didn't see it either. I know that they put out a uh, post on Facebook the other day, Barry Braun, and, you know, looking for more tracks to add to the schedule. And they've changed up the uh, requirements of what it's going to take to host one of these events. Mm -hmm. You know, before they were paying out, you know, $20,000 at minimum for those Extreme XR Super Series events. Uh, now they're looking at $10,000 to win events and uh, make it a little more palatable for the uh, racetrack operators to sign off. Mm. Yeah. Um, Frog chimes in. He said, uh, good morning, RBs. Uh, I watched The Voice with my wife. The mask, not at all. So, Frog, who do you think is uh, who's the favorite to win right now? If you were to guess, I, I'm, I've got to go with Morgan. That's who I'm thinking right now. Um, what about, uh, I, I, I'm not sure who they hired over there at SRX smoke series. I'm not sure who they hired. I haven't seen that yet. Maybe we need to surf around a little bit on the net Kirk and find that out. And find out who they hired. I'm not sure exactly who they hired. Um, did you see that the US, USRA published their new uh, rules book coming out, Kirk? Did you see that? I did see that. And I noticed the uh, press release when I put that up this morning. And it had uh, November 21st date on the release. But yet they put that out yesterday, which was a week later. So uh, I don't know if that is something that they posted on their website a week ago. But we only got the release of that yesterday. So... The rules book for 2023 is out for the USRA. Yeah. Uh, probably we need to probably get uh, Trenton Berry on to talk to him about what changes they've made um, with that series this year. Did you read that press release, Kurt? I just read just a portion of it. I didn't read it all uh, to say just exactly. I, I think they just summarized all the things that they put in. Uh, to the release, but I didn't read the whole thing. Yeah. Um. I I I've got to uh, I've got to think that um, maybe um, there's some new rules in there that we're not aware of. Maybe we should try to get Trenton Barry on and talk to him about that. Or Todd Staley. How about that? You think Todd would come on? Yeah. You Why know, I, I don't think Todd's a big fan of mine, to be honest with you. Why is that? Now, what did you do to Because uh, I always, upset? I always talk about the cost of modified racing. 
right? Well, that is something worth discussing. The uh, cost of it has uh, has gotten out of hand. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. I would think that Todd would be concerned about that. Well, would he not? Uh, I don't think he is worried about it because I think he looks at his series as and I know that Trenton Berry hates when I say this, but they're the world of outlaws of modified racing. Wouldn't you agree with that, Kurt? Yes, they are. Uh, but instead, the USRA still has, you know, concerns about the weekly racer, and that's what USRA is. We're not talking about necessarily the USMTS here, but USRA mm-hmm. weekly thing, yeah. weekly classes that's that's what uh he should be concerned about that well when when the price of a modified gets up to around thirty five thousand dollars that and you're talking about a roller with no shocks no engine no transmission for thirty five thousand dollars that's a little bit too much isn't it yeah, Would you it agree? is. Huh? There's, no, there's no, no question about that. Yeah. But uh, the USRA is uh, all about weekly racing. And the cost of all of this equipment has to be a major concern, not just for Todd Staley, who runs the USRA organization, but all the track operators who try to field these weekly classes. Mm-hmm. D- Kirk, let me ask you this. And I... I want you to be as honest as possible. Do you think that we're going to have a mod racing around for a good, a bit longer? Uh, do you think we're going to have it around? Do you think it's going to stick around or are people going to drop the a mods and start running B mods? What do you think? Well, we've already seen that over the last several years, uh, more and more tracks dropping the B mod class or dropping the A mod class and going to B mods and we've seen the E mods come into uh, more of a prevalent situation at all these racetracks. So it's already happened and it's only going to get worse as time goes on. And it's not just the cost of the equipment that we're talking about here. It's the general state of the economy. Right. And I just think we're going to see fewer and fewer people that can afford to go weekly racing. And already you're seeing guys that can't afford to run a B mod, and they had to the B, the they had to go to a, a less expensive type of race car to keep racing. The B mod's getting a little pricey yeah. as well, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. So I would think that Todd Staley would be concerned about the the total cost of what these race cars are headed towards right now. That they've already headed in that direction, and. Uh, Rules should not only be for safety, but also to kind of cut the expense of uh, racing. Mm-hmm. That That's why you change rules, is to not only, you know, add more safety to the sport, but also cut the cost of racing. It, it says a lot when a, a track like Central Missouri Speedway, who was probably one of the best-paying racetracks in the country, right? They paid what a thousand to win, and I think they paid like a hundred and seventy-five dollars to start. When a racetrack that promoted their series nonstop about the, the mighty modifieds, and then when when Earl Walls drops them, that says a lot, doesn't it? When Earl Walls drops, them. yeah, you'd think he'd be the last promoter to cut the A mod class, right, no doubt. And uh, he did it a year ago, before this past season. Right. And so the numbers in the A-Mod class of the tracks that are running them on a weekly basis, and we include Lakeside Speedway in that, are just going to continue to dwindle because the expenses are going to keep going up, not down. Mm -hmm. And that's just the way it is. Right. It says that the USRA limited modifieds and the Sunoco USRA factory stock rules have not yet been posted. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little curious why they didn't post those up already, right? Yeah, I don't have an answer to that. So maybe they're still working out 
you, you wouldn't think that they would release the new rule book without having all of those rules for all the classes in place. But right. uh, obviously they're still working out some details in some of the other classes. Right. Um, what, Kirk, do you think that uh, – do you think eventually that we're, we're going to see B and A mod, uh, B and E mods as the the lead? Do you think B mods are going to be the number one class for modifieds before too long? Would you? I think they already are at many racetracks, but yeah, they have if, more cars than most racetracks. Exactly. Right. But right. I I think it's even going to be more so the case as more and more tracks are not going to field A mods. Mm-hmm. I mean, if when you only get, what, a dozen cars, maybe 16 at the most at Lakeside Speedway on a regular basis, that's one of the hotbeds of A-Mod racing over the years. We've seen it under 10 cars, too. Yeah. Right? Out at I Lakeside. went out there one night. They had five cars that showed up. No way. Here's your nephew racing out there yeah. that night? Right. That was back in uh, early October. Do you think Lakeside should drop the A-Mods, Kirk? Uh, I hate, I hate dropping a mods because you still have to have a premier division of racing for the Mm -hmm. fans to show up. You've got to have a premier division of racing is B mods, a premier division. Not if you call them B mods. So I would say, I think Lakeside needs to do its best to try to hang on to the a mod class and try to, uh, Make it so you can draw more more cars. Because if you just give up on it, and I think Central Missouri Speedway is a prime example of giving up on the A-Mod class, and I'm not sure that helped their crowd on a weekly basis at right. Central Missouri Speedway. I think the attendance numbers probably, probably went, went down. down. Yeah. So you still have to have a premier division of racing at a weekly racetrack if you want fans to show up and watch on a weekly You have basis. to justify the amount of money that you're spending on a class, though, right? Yeah, unless you're just going to be a backgate operator and really don't care who shows up in the grandstands and you're more concerned about right. numbers of cars and pit passes you sell. If you're a facility like Lakeside where you've kind of hung your hat on putting on a show and drawn fans to the grandstands, I think dropping the AMOT class would be giving up on your uh, on your weekly race crowd that shows the casual race fan that shows mm-hmm. up on a weekly basis. Right. Uh, Eric just chimed in. He said, so many tracks run six classes, and that's just too many. Uh, costs just keep going up and up. AMODs will probably be a traveling series or specials. They have been my favorite class out there in southwest Nebraska. That's his favorite class, A-Mods. They're backgate operators. Six classes. That's that, the that, problem. That's an operation. They really don't care who shows up in the grandstands. We're, right. uh, we're more concerned about how many pit passes and how many entries we have. Right. Uh, Caleb chimed in. He said it's the same argument as 360s versus 410s. B-Mods are within a couple grand of A-Mods. It's sad. Unless... You just call, you drop with the B-Mod name and just call them Modifieds. You know, if, if you go that route, and if everybody buys into that, to where the rules for the B-Mods are now... Modified. Modifieds. If you call them Modifieds, then maybe you might be able to get away with uh, that being your premier division. Just stop calling them B-Mods, because... That has kind of a negative connotation to it when you call them B mods. That right. tells the race fan that that's not the big boys. Right, and you're getting good drivers that used to run A mods now running B mods. Yeah, no doubt. Terry Schultz is one example. Great example. Of a driver that used to be a great A mod driver that's right. now in the B mod class. So if you have the perceived stars mm-hmm. of the modified class running B mods and you drop the B-Mod name, then maybe you might have something there. But yeah. every every track and everybody has to buy into that. 
Hey, Kirk, did you see that uh, Dennis Roberts passed away? Did you see that? I missed that. Yeah. Dennis Roberts from the old I-70 Speedway. Right. Son of Bill we Roberts. Knew him well. That owned I-70 Speedway. He died. That's that's pretty sad. Sorry to hear about that. Yeah. Yeah, he was... Uh, we're not getting any younger, Kirk. He and his brother Randy right. were uh, part of the Roberts did team you, that built I-70 Speedway. Did, did you announce out at I-70? I, 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 just a couple of events is all I did out at I-70. Not not on a regular What year basis. would that have been? Uh, late 80s. Late 80s. I was out there right after they took the dirt took off. Took the dirt off of it. And, and I think I was... I was part of the announce team the first day they had pavement out there. Hmm. So I was just here and there, filling in. Billy but Deckman never, won, never a regular announcer. Billy Deckman said. won the first pavement race out there. I remember that. Remember? Yeah. Back in the day. The first, All right. First day they went to pavement. Kirk, are you ready to go to a break? I think so. All right. Let's do it. When we come back, Ben Shelton is going to join us. We're going to talk about the Gateway Nationals. That's going to be taking place this weekend down at, um, what? what's the name of that? What is the name of that stadium, Kurt? It is the Dome at America Center. The Dome at America Center. Yeah, that's what it's called. All right. Well, when we come back, Ben Shelton's going to join us. We'll talk about the Gateway Nationals here on Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. We'll be right back with more here on Mostly Motorsports. Stay tuned. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com, serving the racing community for over 30 years. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix, it works. Here at Specialty Sportswear, in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, to make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Missouri's must play Osage National Country Resort. Three nine-hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first-class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system, pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. 
Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. Welcome back to Mostly Motorsports. I'm Scott Trailer. Kirk Elliott producing the show today here at RBN, the Racing Boys Broadcasting Network. Joining us now on the show is one of the great voices of motorsports. Ben Shelton joins us now. Ben, how you doing? Oh man, doing great, guys. Getting ready, getting ready for a big weekend in St. Louis, and uh, it's nice to be going to a race where you don't have to worry about if it's going to rain, snow, or anything else because you're going to be inside. Right. Yeah. So this is uh, where would you rank uh, the Gateway Nationals uh, to indoor races? I know the Chili Bowl is a, a big one, and uh, the Gateway Dirt Nationals is one of the biggest races in the country right now, isn't it? Well, I mean, you know, the, the, the Chili Bowl, that's, to me, that's always going to be the perennial indoor. I mean, what, from right. where it started to where it is now and, you know, just the vision for that. Um, so, I mean, to me, that's always going to be the perennial number one. But, I mean, you know, it, this is a unique deal, you know, with the Gateway Dirt Nationals because mm -hmm. it's late models and modifieds inside. And on a track that's probably more built for modif built for uh, midgets. But, I mean, it, it definitely carries it, carries the merit. And uh, it's just a great experience, man. And it, it's kind of a cool way to – you know, some years, you know, the race is the week before Christmas. This year, it's the week before PRI. But it, it's, right. just, it, it's a neat experience. And really, there, there's just not a whole lot like it, especially in the, the full-bodied world. Right. What What is the, uh, the economical uh, uh, impact to St. Louis for this event? Do, have they ever put a number on that? You know, I've, I've heard some, and I'd be lying to you if I, I told told you. But, I mean, you got to think, by Saturday – you know, we got 20, you know, 20, 20, 25,000 people in the building right. and they're all almost all staying in downtown St. Louis or, you know, in the outlying areas and they're eating and they're buying gas. And it's funny to be going through a metropolitan area and, you know, you see people walking down the street wearing dirt track racing shirts. And right. if you're outside of turns one and two, the, the fueling zone out there, um, you know, you got cars going down the side of a, a major road in a downtown area, uh, race cars. And it's just, a, it, it, it's surreal so yeah, I mean it's a it's a total uh, takeover, and and I know Cody Summer and those guys have probably got the number. I don't off the top of my head, but it's got to be massive, and and again in an area that doesn't have the NFL team anymore. Right. So to have an event like that, you know, in the winter, that's a that's a big shot in the arm to the local businesses there. Right. Things are going to get underway on Thursday. Um, they're they're going to have some heat races on Thursday, right? So what they do is, uh, you know, of course, man, they tried to have the midgets, and they just could not. The first year, the midget support was pretty good. The past couple of years, not so much. And so instead of it being super late models, modifieds, and midgets, now it's just super late models and modifieds. So uh, half of the super late model and modified field will run a complete show on, on Thursday and then the other half on Friday. And the late models are running for 5000 to win in their prelims, and the mods are running for 3000 to win in theirs. And then, uh, you know, the top three out of each one of those prelim features lock into Saturday's feature. Everybody else will be seated, kind of like a Chili Bowl situation. Right. The Constellation events on Saturday, and the late model finale pays 30000 to win, and the mod finale pays 10000 Right. That, that's real money. Um, yeah. it, it, i got to say this, uh, and, and we've talked about this several times in the past with you, Ben, but, man, late model racing is where it's at right now, isn't it, when it comes to the dollars? Well, there's a lot to be had. I mean, you know, I, I think 
one of the last times you and I talked uh, back earlier. Well, we've talked a few times this year, but and I probably harped on it both times. You know, I, I do worry we're on the verge of being a little saturated from a fan standpoint, but from a racer standpoint, there's a whole lot of money to be had. Right. I mean, right. it's uh, there's no two ways about it. And yeah, I mean, you, you think we're gonna the first weekend of December we're gonna be racing inside of a dome, and, and the you know late model guy could. You know, when we saw Tyler Carpenter last year, he won a free win. He got right. 5000 there, and then he won the finale again. So, you know, 30000 So he leaves there with over $35,000. And then there was some bonus money and some other contingencies. So, yeah, I mean, it's there's just a lot of money to be had in late models. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's a good time for them. Hopefully it can sustain. But right now, you know, if you pick your schedules, you can definitely get out there and make more money than you've ever made in the sport. They're running the UMP uh, modified rules this weekend, aren't they? Yes, it, it it runs under both the late models and the mods. It's not sanctioned, but they do run under dirt car rules, so it is a UMP situation. Yeah. Um, that that track is, it, it seems to me when I watch the races that, man, a guy could really, uh, it, it because of the size of the racetrack, a guy could really tear up some stuff. And we've seen some guys. I, I remember Scott Bloomquist, I, if I'm not mistaken, if it wasn't two years ago, he hit the inside um, the barrier, and it, it tore up his car that night. Yeah, he got in there, and, you know, the irony was that uh, he was trying to not not go winless that year, and right. sure enough, man, he had some bad luck there. I mean, you can. I mean, it's, uh, it's a tight racetrack. You've got a decent chance to come tear some stuff up. But, you know, the thing about it is, is man, these guys just, you know – I guess I'm different. I'm pretty meticulous with everything I own. I probably would. I probably like the the Lucas Oil Speedways would be more my cup of tea. Right, you know, right. Yeah. Speedways. Yeah. And but man, you know we we usually have around 90 late models entered for this deal, and uh, there were a, they cut it off at 144 this year, and there was another 30 guys on the waiting list. Unbelievable. And I don't know what changed. Honestly, I, I do kind of know. I, I think. People watch a Tyler Carpenter, who's a lower-budget, weekend warrior kind of guy, who, don't get me wrong, he wins a lot of races in the Ohio Valley. Right. But he comes in back-to-back years. He's won $30,000 there. And they're like, hey, man, if the cars fall right, that could be me. So now we go from having around 90 cars to we got 144 that are heading into uh, you know this weekend. And it's kind of mind-boggling when you think about it because, yeah, there's going to be a decent amount of cars that get torn up really bad this weekend. But these guys keep coming back, and – you know, everybody I talked to from a, a competitor standpoint, they just said because it's the atmosphere, it's the most fun they have all year, and, and they just come in with the mindset that, hey, man, we may we may tear our car up, and they just have to be okay with it. And I can't explain why, but the formula works. Yeah, no doubt. Um, let's talk about Jonathan Davenport. Um, nearly $2 million he's made this year. I think it's $1.8 million, somewhere around there. Uh, what a fantastic season for J.D., I mean, just just amazing. I mean, they uh, and, and to talk to JD, he'll tell you real quick. At least another hundred thousand, he feels like they left on the table. You know, wow. um, just because maybe bad luck bit him, or maybe driver error, or whatever. But JD will tell you, we probably should be right at two million, if not over. And it's kind of mind-boggling, and, and it helps that he won a million two thousand two hundred twenty-two dollars back at Eldora. That didn't hurt the tally, but right. he was still was, was going to be creeping on a million without that. So. Um, big year, you know, it'll be interesting next year. His crew chiefs actually, you know, going to work for, uh, Johnny and Stormy Scott, Scott brothers racing. So with Jason Durham going to another team, you still have Vinny Giuliani, who's very smart. That's going to be there, you know, running that team. But, uh, man, just coming off a banner year where, where, yeah, it's hard to believe in dirt track racing. Somebody almost top 2 million. How much do you think that's going to affect JD's team? You know, I, I mean, the thing is, is he's good, man. He's really good. And Lance yeah. Landers, they give them everything they need for that team. I'm not, you know, there, one, there won't be a million to win race next year. So I, I don't think you will see anybody creeping on two million. But they got that car figured out. They've really got their package and, you know, really balanced. And, and I would say that, man, he can, he's going to go out and win, you know, 20-ish races again next year. But, man, this is a humbling sport. He may go out next year and he may only win three or four. You know, the last time J.D. Mm-hmm. went on a tear the next year, you know, it got to, you know, September, and he had like seven wins, which for a lot of guys, they'd be happy with that, but not him. But, I mean, all indications are he's going to have a big year next year, even with even with Jason Durham not with that team anymore. Um, but this is a hum- humbling sport, and from one day to the next, things change in a hurry. So, 
you know, I, th- I think the key for JD is just seeing how, you know, he starts the year out. Um, you know, this year he kind of did a little bit more picking and choosing as far as speed weeks and what he did. And uh, it'll be interesting next year with the team dynamic changing, maybe if they race a little bit more early in the year so that they can get their chemistry down and make sure they're, they're going to be firing on all cylinders. By the time you get to May and the really big paying races kick into gear. Yeah. Flow night in America, man, that's been a, such a great addition for the late model guys. Uh, Every person that we talk to that we have on this show, uh, they're really excited about Flow Night in America. Well, I tell you what, it's um, I actually just had a meeting yesterday with uh, Michael Rigsby and Kendra Jacobs and Mike Levy and the guys at, at Flow. We're working on our budget. We've got everything about finalized for next year. And, um, you know, I've just completed my second year as GM on that deal. And, uh, right. you know, like anything, there's good nights and bad nights, but it is an honor to get to do it, to see what it's grown to become. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, we're talking middle of the week races and, you know, we've got a hundred thousand plus people tuned in and that's, right. that's mind boggling when you think about it. Cause we're a smaller sport. You and I've talked about it many times. We're a smaller sport and that's okay. Um, but when you think about a Wednesday night and we're in Brownstown, Indiana, and you know you may have over a hundred thousand sets of eyeballs on something. That's 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 big deal, you know. Right. And that gets me excited. And uh, we're like I said, we're about ninety five percent buttoned up for next year. We're still working on a few little things. We got a few things up our sleeve, and uh, you know, just really geared up for this third year. Every year, I I learn something new. I make a new mistake, and and I learn from that. So <laughs> uh, we're excited to see what we can do next year with it. Yeah, yeah. I got I got to say this that you know. What Flow has done for motorsports is unbelievable. With over 2,500 races that they're going to have on on their their network, it, it's kind of mind-boggling how many races they have, isn't it? Well, I always say if you can't find a racing event on there you like, you, there's a decent chance maybe you're not a motorsports fan after all. So. Right, right. <laughs> and those guys are steady adding stuff, and it's kind of mind-boggling. Uh, you know, talking to those guys over there, you know, I'm a, I do a lot of work with them, but I'm an independent contractor on, on everything. And, you know, I, I work, you know, my race pass acquired my company last year and hired me to help them run theirs. And I, I really enjoy working hand in hand with Josh Holt, Ross Van Eck and Zach Kalmus, and those guys at my race pass. And they're very gracious and allowing me to continue to pursue my endeavors, whether it be Castro Flow Racing Night in America or announcing at the Dome this weekend or the Kyle Larson events that we do. And, um, you know, it, it's really cool to kind of be in that independent contractor role because I've watched it grow from the outside looking in. And, you know, I'm excited to see what, what they can do next. And, uh, man, it, it's been quite a ride so far for sure. And, you know, Michael Rigsby is my, my best friend in the world. And, uh, you know, it's I've, I couldn't be more proud for from him starting Dirt on Dirt, just like you and Kirk starting Racing Boys and what you grew that to be and, you know, what he grew dirt on dirt and what it is now. It's uh, it's a sign we're all getting older, Scott, but it's right. very exciting just the same to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kirk and I have been together now for 22 years. Can you believe that? Wow. 22 years we've been together. Um, Caleb wanted me to ask you, he said, ask Ben why they dropped the weight rules for both classes this year. Well, I, I, you know, and Kelly Carlton, he's actually my race director for the uh, for Castro Flow Racing Night in America, and he handles race direct and he helps with a lot of the tech stuff there. If I'm going to be honest with you, I have not straight talked to him about it, but I'm going to say the biggest reason is it's going to make things more efficient. Time. You know, because right now getting the cars on and off the scales, whether it be qualifying, it be the races or whatever, it'll keep things moving along. And let's be honest. Weight is the least of the factors that's going to put you in victory lane, probably in the dome. You got to, I mean, you're playing Frogger with a race car out there. You got to have a lot of luck on your side. And I I think that it really just became a logistics situation. But it's funny you ask that because tomorrow I'll get there mid-afternoon on Wednesday. And uh, I was going to kind of go pick at those guys and ask them what the thoughts were behind it. But I, I just think the weight really more than anything was just a logistical issue where I'm not saying it won't impact the outcome of the races, but I think right. more than anything, it's just going to help the staff and keeping the show flowing. Cause again, with 144 late models and 56 modified, that's a lot to run through in the course of three days. Yeah, no doubt. And, and that's a lot of wear and tear on the track as well. And uh, they do a good job with doing the prep track prep down there at gateway. You know, they really stay on top of it and they do, you know, Kevin Gundaker and his staff there from tri city speedway. I mean, they, you know, they've, I've been watching all week, and, man, every year they get better with it. And, they, and, again, they learn things. I mean, you know, is this place ever going to be, you know, 
smooth as glass and, and no ripples or whatever. No, because at the end of the day, they're building a racetrack, you know, in a week. Uh, this year, I think they built it in a matter of a few days. They have to use the dirt that, you know, Monster Jam and AMA Supercross used that they bring in for that. So there right. are some limitations on that. So it's always going to be choppy. I mean, you know, there's racetracks that have been around for years that are, are still rough every week. So much less one that if you had the most perfect dirt in the world and you're building it in December, it's going to be rough, you know. Right. So. Uh, which makes it entertaining, maybe not for the car owners or you know the guys putting the bill, but from uh, the fan standpoint, I think that's what makes this deal grow every single year. Yeah. So I, I noticed you went and saw Judas Priest the other night. How was that? I did. <laughs> How was that concert? It was, uh, you know, it shows you age is only a number. Rob Halford's still amazing at 71 years young yeah. and uh, still rides out for the encore on his Harleys and, uh, yeah, man, I you know, very excited. You know, we're, we're both music guys, Scott, and so I All got right. excited because next year, about a month before the Gateway Dirt Nationals, Metallica has their tour next year where it's oh, going to be yeah. two dates in every venue, and uh, one night they get two bands opening up, and then the next night they get two other bands opening up, and the Dome at America Center is going to have that. So, yeah, I've always, whether it's racing or music, I got an eye to the ground on that, so I never pass right. up the chance for a good concert. So um, who's your favorite band right now? that you're listening oh, to oh man um you know probably gosh that's a tough one probably slipknot i just i respect those guys they continue to evolve them and then you know a band from uh overseas uh, bring me the horizon i like anybody that just like in racing anybody that tries anything new and those guys are especially bringing the horizon they're always trying new things so that's probably my two favorites right now but if there's a concert coming through town i, I mean we're, we're going to see uh the week after PRI, a day to remember is doing a acoustic tour. And I never thought they'd do an acoustic tour and they're coming to Memphis. So I'm going to go see it. So I like it all, but I'd say if I had to narrow it down to two right now, I'd be Slipknot and bringing the horizon. Yeah. Well, um, there's so many good bands out there right now. Um, you know, Teskey brothers is one of my favorite. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Teskey brothers, but uh, I have, yeah, they're pretty good. I like them a lot. So now they they've got a great sound. You know, I think Scott. I think one thing that you and I love about music, and it, it's what we love about racing, is just the the live vibe of it, and just right. experiencing experiencing it in the flesh and being there to hear it and to feel it and to you know, in the racing sense, smell it. You know, it's uh, I, I I think that's why a lot of people that love going to racing love going to concerts, and I know that's true for me. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, listen, I noticed you bought a white car this time around, not a black car. <laughs> Tell me about that Alfa Romero that you bought. Yeah, I, uh, I've had black cars forever. I don't know how many racetracks this one's going to see. It's a, uh, <laughs> it's a 2023 um, Alfa Romeo uh, Giulia Veloce, and it's a it's a little sporty. It could be my midlife crisis. I don't know, but uh, it's got it's got red interior and it's in red and gray interior, and it's it's white. Uh, and I, just, I just got the windows tinted yesterday with a black roof and. Uh, yeah, man, you know, but I, I do hear, maybe you can tell me, some people tell me actually why they're going to the racetrack because it doesn't show dirt as bad as the black does, but it, we're, I'm, I'm going to find out some, but I don't know that this one is going to go to as many races as the Audi went to. The Audi got a, had 140,000 miles on a 2014 when I got rid of it. I don't know that the, uh, the Veloce is going to have that many. Yeah, no doubt. It's a beautiful car, man. That is a fantastic car. It was exciting, car. and yeah. I've been, uh, man, I just, sometimes you want something new, and as much as we right. work, sometimes you got to treat yourself a little bit. Now, by the time I get back from uh, PRI, my wife may have taken total control of it, but right now it is mine. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Ben, we really appreciate you taking the time. Um, let's uh, let's go over the schedule real quick before we let you go. Um, they're going to start on Thursday. They're going to be running some heat races, eight-lap heat races, uh, some B-mains, A-main. And on that first night, on Thursday night, it's going to pay 5000 to win with the super late models, and it's going to pay 3000 to win with the, the modifieds. And it's going to be the same format, I guess, the, the second night on Friday night as well, right? Yeah, it's going to be the same. We're just the other half of the field. The guys from Thursday night will get a chance to rebuild the race cars and have some beers and watch Friday's action. And then, you know, again, the top three out of each of the late model mod prelims walk into Saturday. And then, you know, we come back Saturday with qualifiers and, uh, you know, which is basically the guys that aren't in yet, um, you know, for the late models and the mods. And something new they've got this year, I believe the top, the first two non-transfers out of each qualifier 
um, for the late models and the mods are going to do the win and you're in LCQ, which is basically going to give you a chance of redemption where the winner yep. is going to move off to the main event. Everybody else will grab some extra cash that they might not have got in the past. So that, that is something new they've added on Saturday this year. Yeah. And, and then uh, talk about the program on Saturday night. How's that going to transpire? Well, again, you know, basically, you know, the six guys that are locked in from the late models, and the mods, they're, they're good to go. They're going to start, they're going to draw off their starting spots, top three rows of the feature. Everybody else is going to be seated into, you know, the late models will have six qualifiers. The mods will have four and your lineups are determined by how you finished on your prelim nights. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll run those. And then, you know, I would say right now, you know, we're probably looking at, at taking the top two out of each of the qualifiers uh, in, in the late models and, and probably three in the mod. Sometimes they tweak that based on the way things fall. It could be, it could be four, uh, it could be two, two, three or four out of those. And then the first two non transfers out of those, again, uh, out of those qualifiers will go into the win and you're in last chance qualifier for the late models and the mods where the winner gets to move on. And uh, from there, we've got the feature grid set and we'll have the 40 lap, 30,000 to win comp cams, late model finale. And then we'll close the night and the weekend out with Summit Racing Equipment Modified A-Main. It's 30 laps, 10,000 to win. And we'll button it up for, you know, what'll be the sixth annual Castrol Gateway Dirt Nationals. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, before I let you go, i, I got to ask you, it was kind of painful down there at Little Rock, wasn't it, the last race at the Short Track Nationals? Whew, man. I, um, you know, I was proud because the weekend, the, the racetrack race, fantastic we it weren't did. in the rubber yeah you know it was uh it was a cowboy up good racing but damn man i uh sad that's probably the most emotional weekend i've ever had at a racetrack no doubt mm. and um you know saturday night when it was over you were proud that it was a dang good race between hafer teeth and reisel but when you realize that was it and it set in and uh just very very emotional um, I actually talked to Tracy Clay for a minute yesterday and I was, I told her I had a dream the other night that she bought another racetrack and then I was helping her with opening night. And she goes, <laughs> no, that wasn't a dream. That was a nightmare. That's not happening. <laughs> so, um, I will tell you this. I'll give you a little breaking news here if you want it. Yeah, um, go ahead. So that track's obviously, I thought he's gone. Um, the official statement will be coming out very soon, but none other than Tim Crawley has involvement with another racetrack, not too far from there. And, they're going to be operating next year, and they're going to have some sprint car races there. Really? You can't give us a little more information than that, right? Well, it's a track that I thought was going to go away that made a lot of improvements this year that's maybe a little bit southwest, maybe uh, toward uh, that border of Texas. Yeah. Um, Tim called me yesterday, and he said, hey, man, the rumors are everywhere. We're going to have something official out soon, but – uh, one of my good friends owns, owns a, uh, a company here in Little Rock that's supporting my racing program. We're working together, and it looks like it's all going to come to be. And, you know, when I'm not helping Landon next year, we're going to try to run a couple times a month. We definitely want to have sprint cars down there pretty regularly. And yeah. uh, so it won't be in Little Rock, but I don't know, maybe about 90 miles from there. Things sometimes happen, and uh, hopefully that all comes to fruition. So I know it definitely, it definitely brightened up my day yesterday because you, you hate to think about losing – you know, a place where sprint cars frequent there in that in Arkansas. I mean, we got we got Riverside Speedway in West Memphis, but you need right. something central or you know the south part of the state. So that gave me some hope, and I think you're going to be hearing a lot out of Tim Crawley. Maybe even by the time PRI roll, rolls around next week. Man, that would be great. Ben, thanks so much for taking the time to join us here on Mostly Motorsports. We appreciate it. We we always uh, appreciate you taking the time to join us on the show, and uh, good luck to you this weekend. Have a good call. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you guys always for having me on. And uh, you, you know, have great holidays and call me anytime you need anything. All right, Ben. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you. All right. There you have it, Ben Shelton. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show. It's mostly motorsports. It's all brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. 
friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com, serving the racing community for over 30 years. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix, it works. So here at Specialty Sportswear, in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, and make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Missouri's must play getaway. Osage National Coffee Store. Three nine hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system, pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. Welcome back to Mostly Motorsports. I'm Scott Trailer. Kirk Elliott producing the show today. You're doing a good job back there, buddy. Just so you know. Well, I'm uh, only fair. I've made a couple of boo-boos here. But well, that's all right. Up. You know, that's that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just it's just part of the process, right? Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's me and you, man. As it has been for 22 years, Kurt. 22 years. How, how in the hell have you put up with me for 22 years, Kurt? How do you do that? I don't know. I can't answer that question. I don't know. You're, you're, a, really, you're really a pretty good guy deep down. People don't know. People don't know that, but you are. People just think I'm an asshole. <laughs> hey, 
hey, I can be one too. No, you've never been that way. And never to me, ever. You've never been that way, Kurt. Never. Once. So, hey, I just want to remind everybody about what's going on up at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum right now. They're going to be giving away a 2023 Z06 Corvette with a Z07 performance package in it. This is a pearl white Metallica tri-coat color. And they're also going to give you $25,000 in cash on Saturday, August 19th, 2023. Again, this car has 760 horsepower. It's a 5.5 LT6 V8 engine. goes from 0 to 60 in 2.6 seconds. It's an 8-speed automatic transmission. It's got uh, aluminum block casting, um, a small block. Uh, it's, a, it's a small block engine. And... Um, this thing is a real race car, folks. This is close to a real race car on the street as you can get. It's got the big tires. It's got the big wheels. It's got the larger brakes. It's got the aero package. Again, this is the Z07 performance package they have on this race car. And again, I, I call it a race car because that's what it is. This is the closest thing to a real race car on the street that you can get. 760 horsepower, and it goes from 0 to 60 in 2.6 seconds. Could you imagine that? Going from 0 to 60 in 2.6 seconds with this 8-speed automatic transmission? Uh, Such a great, great car, man. And if you want to buy a raffle ticket to win this car, you can do so at winaz06corvette.com. That's winaz06corvette.com. And while you're there, you can also purchase you a raffle ticket for the 2022 Triple X Chassis 410 Sprint Card that they're going to be giving away uh, with the Moyle Racing Engine in it. it. This is, again, they're going to give you $25,000 in cash to help you pay for the taxes. You don't have much more time to to buy these raffle tickets because they're going to be giving this away on Friday, December 16th of this year, Kirk. And uh, this is a complete race-ready 410 race car. And I'm just telling you, if you want to buy, if you want to buy some raffle tickets, you can do that. So at sprintcarraffle.com, that's sprintcarraffle.com. And again, if you're not comfortable giving your information online, you can buy raffle tickets for the Corvette or the Sprint Car. You can call them up up at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum at 641-842-6176. That's that's 641-842-6176 if you'd like to just give them your information. And again, all the proceeds go directly to the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. It's a great investment. Help keep the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum open by buying these raffle tickets. Again, all the proceeds go to the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. What do you think about that, Kurt? We bought a bunch of tickets up there. I did when I was up there for the Mm -hmm. Knoxville Nationals and took a look at that sprint car. I guess it's time to buy some more here. We're getting close here to the drawing. We need to buy some more for the sprint car. Again, you can use the promo code, PROMO20, to get 20% more tickets. If you use the promo code, PROMO20, you'll get 20% more tickets um, with this 2023 Z06 Corvette uh, with the Z07 package on it as well. Kirk? What do you think about going down to uh, Gateway this weekend? Uh, as I said yesterday, I'm you're not mo- going. I'm going to monitor everything from here because I want to watch what's going on with the Snowball Derby this weekend too. Right. But hey, if you want to head on over to St. Louis, it's not that far from here. Four hours. Well, Deidre and I have credentials. So that is breaking news that since yesterday. News. You've yeah. uh, you've got yourself credentials. Yeah. So when are you heading over? Michael Rigsby, um, I texted him yesterday and he got us on the list. Well, that's outstanding. So when are you heading over? Um, I, I'm not sure exactly. I, I probably Friday. I probably won't go over on Thursday. I probably go over on Friday. Um, 
Hey, did Kirk win an award? Did you win an award, Kirk? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, the angle camera shot of Scott had some sort of award. Oh, the, the, oh, okay. That uh, was a long time ago. That that award is the uh, National Sprint Car uh, Pull Award that Kirk and I won in 2009. Didn't we win that, Kirk? That's a long time ago. That was a long time ago. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I felt honored that we did that. Let's take One a of the great honors, really. Yeah. It, it, Here, let's take a look at that again. I got that camera angle up now. It doesn't really show It shows whole, your name. Yeah. You see it right there? But it your says, name's on there, too. It's on there. Yeah. yeah. But, man, that was that was probably one of the – that's probably the greatest award we've ever received, isn't it, Kirk, wouldn't you think? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, we got a media award from the CARB one year, which was the Tom Wilson Media Award. Right. We did win that one we year. We cherish that one as well. Yep, no doubt. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning into the show. Tomorrow, Steve Post is going to be on with us. We'll be talking uh, winged sprint car racing as well as probably uh, turkey night as well with Steve Post. That'll be tomorrow on Mostly Motorsports. Again, it's all brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. For Kirk Elliott, I'm Scott Trailer saying thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Mostly Motorsports. We'll see you then.